You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 138. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, how are you doing today? So this podcast is going to be pretty short and sweet, but it's going to be jam-packed with mindset. This is an important podcast for lawyers who find themselves learning all the tools, but not implementing them. So before I walk you through the thought work behind planning, I want to make sure you have the structure of what it takes to successfully plan your week. I've created a PDF guide called the Busy Lawyer's Guide to Getting Five Hours Back Each Week. You can get it at dinacataldo.com forward slash busy lawyer. This is the guide that will take you step by step through the how of planning your week. That link again is dinacataldo.com forward slash busy lawyer. It is essential and it is simple. This podcast is going to be an accompaniment to that guide. It is going to walk you through how to think about planning so you actually do it. I have clients who come to me knowing the value of planning, reading all the books, getting all of the ideas and then not planning. Why? Because they don't have the mindset yet of being the kind of person who plans. They have a lot of thoughts that are getting in the way of them planning because the reason we do anything is because of how we think it will make us feel. And the way that we feel about things, the way we feel about planning, is caused by our thoughts about planning. There are so many materials out there, mine included, that are going to share with you the secrets of planning. It is not rocket science. So why do so many of us have difficulty planning? It all comes down with really how we think about planning. Our thoughts determine what we do and what we don't do. Our thoughts are what make up our identity, who we are. When I wasn't planning, when I was stressed out and overwhelmed with what I wanted to accomplish during the week, I did not identify as a planner. I identified as a perfectionist and a people pleaser. I didn't know that at the time. At the time, I thought I was just bad at planning or that I was bad at following through with what I said I was going to do. But none of that was true. I simply had thoughts that didn't serve me when it came to planning. The big thing that changed for me was adopting thoughts like, and specifically these, I am important. What I want matters. And it's so interesting because as lawyers, we enter this profession with this idea that we will become powerful in our own way, in our own you know, corner of the universe, and yet we still have these disempowering thoughts and they are tucked in under all of the other thoughts and they are ones where we devalue ourselves in favor of pleasing others, of 
making other people happy. And this is specifically shows up with a lot of women, but I've seen it with the men I work with too, that there is this underlying thought that we are not important and that what we want is less important than what everyone else wants. I started to adopt beliefs that I wanted to take better care of myself, that it was essential for me to do so, and that is who I wanted to be. And if I wanted to create a business and practice law as a prosecutor and take care of myself and take care of my aging parents, to do all of the things that I wanted to do and do them well, I needed to become a different person. I needed to become the kind of person who could prioritize what was most important to me in that particular season of my life. I became a planner because that identity serves me in what I want to create. I wanted to become the kind of person who plans and does what she says she is going to do. So I became that. But it took identifying how I was showing up and deciding whether how I was showing up was serving me for what I wanted. We create the rules for ourselves. Sometimes we adopt rules that society has said are correct, and other times we decide there are certain rules we want to live by because they make our lives better. And choosing to be a planner is optional. This is optional work. You don't have to do this. You don't have to be a planner. You don't have to be the kind of person who plans. It's totally up to you. My guess is is that if you're listening to this, you want to create something more with your life. There's something pulling at you to do something and you're not doing it. Or you feel like things are moving slowly and that you need to get caught up. One of the things that will help you grow exponentially is adopting some of the identity thoughts around planning. I just went over um, this with a client of mine and releasing some of the thoughts that don't serve us is going to help us become the kind of person that we want to be, the kind of person who plans. I, I want you to kind of, before we move on, I really want you to take a look, a look at this thought because I see it show up a lot. I've seen it in myself a lot too, is always feeling like you're behind, like you're not doing enough, that you're not, you know, really living up to your full potential, whatever you want to call it. But there's a thought there and I want you to recognize it's just a thought. There's nothing wrong with you. You are doing everything that you need to be doing. And you are here for a reason. You are here because you want to become the kind of person who doesn't feel like you're behind all the time. And I want to draw particular attention to that thought because I see it so often. And I've seen it in myself a lot. So I just want you to know that you're in the right place, that you're taken care of, that this is going to help you. We just entered a new year and everybody's thinking about... All right, well, what's going to happen this year? What are my plans? And it really all comes down to one week at a time. It comes down to Monday morning. What is the game plan this week? How are we going to make this happen? We can have all of these long-term goals, but if we're not thinking about the tactics, it's not going to happen. So I invite you to adopt thoughts that I have about planning because I think they're amazing thoughts. And I'm going to give you my thoughts, and then I'm going to give you what some of your thoughts might be. And ask yourself, 
what are going what thoughts are really going to help me because remember our thoughts create our feelings and then our feelings are what's going to lead us to take action we're going to take action from either a place of love and support and maybe motivation and commitment or we're going to take action from worry and stress and fatigue and anxiety which actions do you think are going to come from a better place? <laughs> like, what are the better actions? Where are they going to come from? Of course, they're going to come from a place of commitment and love. Better actions are versus feeling stress and worry. So I just want you to recognize that there is a difference in the compass that I have with my thoughts. So here are some of them. Planning is just something I do to make sure that all the most important things happen in my life in the order I want them to take place. Planning is easy. There's always time to plan. I always make time to plan because I love how I feel when I do. Planning is a no-brainer. Planning is fun. I get to do whatever I want when I plan it. I feel like I have more free time when I plan. I don't have to do it all. I always make time for myself. Planning is an act of love for myself and the people in my life. Planning is an act of self-care. So thoughts I used to have and thoughts that some clients come to me with when they start working with me are, I don't have time to plan. This is hard. I don't want to let people down, so I'm not going to plan anything else. It's a waste of time to plan. I can plan later. I lose track of time and forget to plan. I feel like I'm less free when my calendar is packed. I feel claustrophobic when I look at my calendar. It may seem evident to you that those thoughts that I just listed are not helpful and won't lead to you planning, but these thoughts also might feel true to you. Recognize that these are just thoughts. Calendars aren't literally claustrophobic. You're having a thought that you feel claustrophobic when you think about your calendar. So of course you don't feel like working on your calendar, creating a plan. You don't lose track of time and forget to plan. You haven't decided that you are planning your week. You haven't decided that planning is important. You haven't decided that planning is just the kind of person you are. You aren't literally less free when you create your calendar. You are having thoughts that are causing you to ignore yourself and you're not consciously creating free time for yourself. I want to offer you a couple suggestions around planning that will help you begin making planning a priority in your life. So I have four tips I want to share with you here. So first, go back and listen to all the thoughts I have about planning and write them down. Read them slowly to yourself. Keep them handy. Come back to them until you begin believing them. This all starts with you having a time for planning. And when you sit down, and you're planning, I want you to read through those thoughts. Second, if you notice you have disempowering thoughts around planning, ask yourself why you want to plan. What's your reason? Is it so you can spend more time with your family so that you can feel less stressed about your week? What's your big why? In fact, if you are sitting at your desk and you know it's your time to plan and you find yourself wanting to fiddle on the phone, check your email, do all the things except for plan, instead of doing all the little things that are not planning, I want you to get out a journal, a piece of paper, and I want you to write out what you think will happen if you plan. You will be able to see what your thoughts are about it. 
Okay. Ask yourself, what do you think will happen if you plan? What do you think will happen if you don't plan? How does planning make you feel? Like ask yourself all these questions about planning. Like what's your story behind creating a plan? Once you see those thoughts, then you can start tackling them. Third, write, actually not write, create, excuse me, an empowering, loving ritual for yourself around planning time, which means setting aside a sacrosanct hour of time that you will not give up for anyone. This is your time when you are away from your notifications, when you're away from your phone, when you're away from humans as best you can, right? This is what is needed to really think through the plan. And I go through this in the Busy Lawyer's Guide, so be sure you're downloading that. You can brew a cup of coffee or tea. You can light a candle, play some music. Make this fun for yourself. This is self-care. This is not anything that needs to have anxiety or stress around it, once you've created the mindset around planning that it's fun, that this is something that is good for you, that this is going to make your life easier. And when you get started with this, and the first step, of course, is making the time and setting it aside, deciding that you're going to do it and committing to it 100%, I want you to make sure nothing is going to get in the way between you and this hour of time that you are going to use to plan your week. What you're going to do is you are going to list out all of the things that you want to accomplish this week. That's where you're going to start. And when you are creating that list of things, this is where you might get stuck. Okay, I walk through this in the Busy Lawyer's Guide, so I don't want you to feel like you have to know all of this. This is just an accompaniment this podcast is to that guide. So if you get stuck after you've written all of the things down, maybe you're feeling some overwhelm, maybe some anxiety, I want to offer you this. You might have thoughts about planning that come up like, there's no way I'm going to get this all done this week. I don't even want to look at this. I'm going to let myself down because I'm not going to be able to do any of this. So why am I, why am I writing this down? I'm going to let other people down. I can't do this. I want you to know that these are just thoughts. These thoughts are completely normal. What you do is this. You have a conversation with yourself. This is what that looks like. Okay, self who's having all these thoughts, I know you're having all of these thoughts that you can't do this, that this is going to be hard, that you're going to be letting yourself down, and that's okay because you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this week awesome no matter what. We are going to make choices about what takes priority this week. That's how this works. We don't have to do everything this week. You know what you want. You're taking this one week at a time. You will get done what needs to be done. We're planners. We have big plans. And this is just part of making them happen. One week at a time. That's the kind of conversation I want you to have. A loving one, not one that is berating yourself for having these thoughts. Because these thoughts are just normal parts of the habit that you have right now in your brain. What this work is doing is helping you rewire those thoughts. When you start approaching planning with more kindness towards yourself, you are going to begin to notice a shift in how you think about planning. We tend to weaponize our calendars, and when we don't do everything on them, we shame ourselves. I see this all the time with my clients and working through these issues to become more productive, create more focus, and overcome procrastination is a lot of the work we do together. 
All right, so if you are ready to begin thinking differently so you can create better results in your life and in your legal practice, you should come work with me. The first step is scheduling a strategy session with me, and you can do that by going to dinacataldo.com. Okay, so remember these. These aren't hard, right? Planning is not rocket science. You already know how to do it. I've even given you a guide to do that. Now, watch the language that you have around planning. Watch the thoughts that you have around planning. How are you talking to yourself? Are you kind to yourself? Are you sitting in the discomfort when you have thoughts like, I can't do this, or this is too much, and then making it all the way through your planning session? Because if you're stopping your planning session because you're having these thoughts, then you're not going to create the results that you want, right? That makes sense. But the way that you will create the results that you want is to really watch what's going on in your brain and taking charge of it, really taking responsibility for how you talk to yourself, how you show up and changing the mindset you have around planning. All right. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.